Hello, and welcome to Be an Instructional Design Rockstar with Blair Stamper. We're in season two of this podcast, and we're going to do things a little bit differently. And as many of you know, I'm currently working on my dissertation with Arizona State University. So this season is actually going to be part of my research design. And what that means is this podcast is going to be used more so as a reflective piece from beginning to end of an entire design and development process. So each podcast will be a week-long amount of reflections, and I'm really excited to share this with you. Let's get started. This reflection is dated December 17th, 2021, and it is titled The Creation of a New Course Planning Map. In a team meeting on December 9th, It was announced that our new ID1 would work to build out our courses after the course planning map was completed. The new workflow would include consultations between the ID2, which was my role, and the faculty member. During this work, the course planning map would be created with a plan for each module that contained an overview, objectives, assignment names, assignment instructions, and instructional materials. Unfortunately, this workflow would not currently work because each ID2 was using a different tool and it did not contain the amount of detail that would be needed for another person to build out the course. My colleague proposed that we create a new course planning map. Due to my close involvement with my dissertation and the course planning map, I volunteered to help recreate it. Because of the fast turnaround between December 9th and the new year with break, My colleague and I met on December 14th to discuss different ideas. We took a look at what everyone on the team was using and realized we all had similar components and decided to combine it into an official course planning resource. From a user standpoint, we realized that unless an ID was working with a faculty member closely, the document was not very intuitive and could use specific directions and examples. The new course planning map contained room for course objectives, module names, module overviews, module objectives, assignment names, instructional materials, and objective alignment. To help both the faculty member write out specific directions and instructions for assignments, as well as provide this information to an ID1 easily, a second template was provided called Assignments Detailed Instructions. This template includes the information needed to successfully upload and create an assignment into Canvas, which is our learning management system, and for students to successfully complete the assignment. This document is linked in each course planning map that the faculty is working on. We brought the documents to the team meeting on December 15th for feedback. The team was extremely receptive to the new document and provided some great ideas. We realized that with the increased number of courses being built as bichronous, which is what we define as a combination of both asynchronous and synchronous, that we needed an alternative course map. This alternative map added areas to identify what work needed to be done before, during, and after. We also provided a synchronous online course planning template to help faculty members plan out their agendas and resources for their synchronous sessions. The next steps are to create an interactive visual that shows faculty how the course planning map is used to actually create a module and the bigger course in Canvas, our learning management system. 
My greatest success this week was the creation of the new course planning map and the amount of feedback that I was able to get from my colleagues and my peers. My greatest challenge this week was timing, meaning to ensure that everything was created in time. This decision from December 9th to December 17th was a really quick turnaround time in order to make sure that we had this course planning map ready to go by January. At this point, the active learning course planning map, which I plan on using in my dissertation, has not been created yet. And because the cohort hasn't begun yet, I'm not sure yet how this new course planning map will be different or similar to previous iterations of the course design and development cohorts. Thank you for joining Being an Instructional Design Rockstar with Blair Stamper. I really hope this episode has helped you get into the mind of an instructional designer as I go through an entire design and development process. See you next time.